Driven mofos, I wanted to mention something that means a lot to me. When I was younger, everyone doubted me and their doubts became my doubts. Their fears festered inside my mind and I hated myself as I knew I could do so much more in life. I just didn't know where to start and failure would reinforce what a loser I already believed I was. If it wasn't for listening to audios just like this, which I spent tens of thousands of dollars on, I would have probably ended it all. I know that there are so many people out there who feel this way and are holding themselves back from greatness. So if I could ask just one favor today, it would be that you share this podcast with just one person as it may make all the difference and start them on a new path. I mean, it's really the key to life, but it's something that most people don't think about and it's why they're not good at marketing or selling themselves, their services, or even their goals. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where we talk about how to get the best out of yourself and how to build a life that you can't wait to get out of bed and live each day. This podcast is my attempt at documenting my journey, sharing my insights and what I've learned from being the private mindset and mental performance coach to some of the country's top athletes, rich listers, entrepreneurs, and running events for tens of thousands of people on how to better themselves and those around them. This is for those driven to achieve more in life, but are often underestimated by those around them. This podcast is my attempt at helping you prove your doubters wrong. Please enjoy. Driven mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. Okay, so the key to life is really giving value. But what does that mean? You know, I used to hear this, you know, I used to go to a Catholic school and there they always said it's better to give than to receive. Now, I thought, well, that's a little bit of bullshit there because, you know, in order for someone to receive, somebody else has to give. And so if they're giving and someone else has to receive, it's creating an obligation for the person who's receiving. So there's something a bit off there and I didn't really get it. Then I realized that the church would ask little old ladies for their last five cents and then go and spend it on gold leaf shit in their churches and stuff like that. Anyway, that's a completely different story. We're not going to bury down that rabbit hole. But what I realized is that fair and equitable value exchange is super important. What does that mean? Well, every one of us has a set of values. And those sets of values define how we perceive value within our own life. Now, if you want to live a great life, you have to then go out to the world and figure out how to add value to other people's value system. That's really the key. If you're in sales, that's the key to sales. If you're in marketing, that's the key to marketing. If you're in customer service, that's the key to customer service. If you want a great relationship, that's the key to a great relationship. If you want your kids to grow up to be an amazing or amazing individuals, that's the key. So it all comes down to value exchange. Now, what you want to create is fair and equitable value exchange, but be able to give first without expecting the receiving straight away. Okay, there's a, a law called the law of reciprocity. The law of reciprocity states that for any human being that has some sort of mental faculty or, or capacity to be able to think through things effectively, if you give them something, they will want to give you something back in return. So if you go out and you buy a coffee for a friend, next time they'll probably say, hey, you bought the last coffee, I'll buy this one. Now, sometimes they might forget and you go, hey, remember I bought the last coffee or whatever. But most people go, oh, yeah, shit, that's, that's correct. Now, if someone has high psychotic tendencies or they have very high levels of narcissism, they might not even realize. You just buy them a coffee and they're like, well, cool, I fucking deserved it. And then the next time you buy them a coffee and they're like, well, so they should. They're the people that you want to be really careful of because they, they will never get the law of value exchange. Okay, They just won't get it. And when you flip it back on them, they won't even realize that they've done it. Okay, I recently had a business issue and the business issue was that I was working with a company that I'd sent millions of dollars worth of referrals. Millions, right? 
multiple times they had done deals behind my back with our customers without even consulting me about them. They just did these deals. And then I ended up finding out, you know, a month or two later that they hadn't involved me in anything. And I went, hang on, this is a bit shitty. But anyway, what ended up happening was later down the track, I wrote a pretty harsh email because of the way that they were behaving. And I said, hey guys, enough's enough. And I said, do you know, I've sent you, you know, all of these referrals and everything like that and created millions of dollars. They wrote back and said, oh, we told these people about you. Now, what they did was they didn't actually give me an active referral. They had put me in an environment or I, I was in an environment where I had created those leads by doing an effective job as a teacher and as a speaker where I'd grab their leads and then caught up with them and then ended up converting them into sales. Now, it was probably maybe 40 grand worth of sales, 40 grand versus millions. Okay, and in that business owner's head, he could not even comprehend that there was an unfair value exchange there. Okay, so they're the people that you've got to be very careful of in society because they either have high narcissistic tendencies or a high level of psychopathy, okay, where they're a psychopath. Now, when I say psychopath, not all psychopaths go out and kill people, but they just have this absolute lack of awareness where they're almost emotionally detached from other people. Sometimes as well, like if they're autistic or something like that, that could also be the case as well. But for most people, the law of value exchange is really important to them. And so if you give them something of value, they'll give you something back in return. But where does it go wrong? It goes wrong because most people give something that the other person doesn't want. So sometimes I have people reach out. Now, the reason why I'm bringing this up, because this morning, I have this guy who reaches out to me multiple times now. He has sent me messages saying, hey, I've got someone for your podcast. And I'm like, dude, I don't have people on my podcast. I've let him know that. And last time I said to him, hey, have you listened to my podcast? And he said, yeah, I've listened to a couple of episodes. And I said, what one specifically? And I reckon he went and copied some of the just info off of the podcast and said, oh, these are some of the key things that I learned, but they were essentially taken off of the descriptions of the episodes. So I knew that he was full of shit. Anyway, I only posted recently that the new season's up. And so then he sends me a message. Hey, I've got this great guest for you. Here's his bio. This guy's got a couple of businesses. He has a couple of hundred thousand dollar turnover per year in total of all of his businesses. Now I know that he's a rookie in business. Okay, I know that he's not gonna add value to this community. It was really, really obvious. And then after I didn't reply for a day, I thought, you know what, I'm just gonna leave it. I didn't reply for a day. And then he follows me up with, hey, are you there? Are you still there? Hey, look, I'm not gonna send you any more people if you don't reply. Like. He's going out of my way and he's all pissed off and frustrated because I haven't responded to his stupidity. Now, not once did he consider my values and what I'm trying to achieve within my own life. If he had thought about that and said, hey, are you looking for guests? I could help you. Or, hey, is there anything that I can do to promote your podcast or potentially get you on other podcasting platforms? He would go in with my values being considered first and then I would give back, which is a state of reciprocity. I'm consistently on other people's podcasts and I will place it on my podcast, share it across my platforms. So some of the guys and girls that I've done podcasts with, my podcast, my interview is their number one podcast. Now they might only have 50 or 100 people listening per week. I don't really know. But when I share it with my database, it blows their podcast up because I'm helping them because I know that it's important to them. But where most people go wrong is that they go, well, this is important to me, therefore it must be important to them. Okay. This happens a lot of the time with branding deals. I see it all the time in marketing. LinkedIn is the worst for it. Like LinkedIn, 
as far as a social media platform is just an absolute pool of people who do not give a fuck about others. Every day I get friend requests or requests to connect. Then they connect with me and the first thing that happens is this thing pops up that tells me about them. Hey, Michael, I've got an e-commerce business that does X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, I couldn't give a fuck. Why, why? You friend requested me and now I have to sit there and spend five minutes reading your bio. Why do I care? That is just so bad. And unfortunately, I've had team members before where I've hired people in marketing where they come into our business and they do exactly the same shit to our database, which pisses me off. So if you've ever got any of those messages from me, it's not from me, it's from someone that I've hired to do a job of helping us to create better customer relations and then end up fucking destroying the relationship because they don't understand value exchange. If you're a business owner and you're wanting to grow your business, please make sure you head to Facebook and search for my No BS Business Hacks Facebook group. It's totally free and I share tips, tools, templates, and live trainings on all things sales, marketing, leadership, management, systemization, and more, as well as how to help you to perform at your best by optimizing your mindset as the business owner. So if you're a business owner, head across to Facebook via the link in the description of this podcast and join my free No BS Business Hacks Facebook group. So you've got to be really, really precise with how you create value with other people. You need to understand the person that you are communicating with. So for instance, when Mark Smith, who is now a mentor of mine, he is the head of operations or the CEO of OTR, which just sold for $1.1 billion. Now, when I first met him, I sat down, we got chatting. He started talking about some cars that he had back in the UK. And I said, oh, I've got an Audi R8. And he said, oh, I love that. He was telling me about his Audi R8. So I started creating a relationship with him on cars. Then I said to him, hey, look, one day I'll, I'll come pick you up and we'll go out for lunch. And he said, that'd be great. Why? Because I hit his values. I gave him something that he felt good about. Then when we caught up, I said, hey, next time, take it out for a spin. And so I've let him drive that car a couple of times when there are car meets on or shows, I let him drive that car. Now, yes, he could crash it. It could cost a lot of money. But at the same time now, I essentially have a mentor who's been the head of operations for a couple of multi-billion dollar companies, okay? So this guy is super switched on, super smart. Why? Because I understood his values. He also has a high value of social connection and friendship and business. And so we connect on those values. That's how I build good relationships, quality relationships with people. Normally, if I'm chatting to someone on social media and I think, hey, I want to be on their podcast, what I'll do is I'll go and listen to a couple of episodes. Then I'll go, hey, I've noticed you know, these things you speak about or whatever. Are you interested in having on a guest? In return, though, if I were to feature on there, I will share it with my database. So I'll put it on. I'll send out emails to my database. We've got like 40,000 people on our email list currently. It's growing every week now because we're sort of doing more marketing. I'll put it on my social media channels. I'll share the shorts and all that sort of stuff because I know that they want to grow their podcast. So I'm helping them to achieve their goals. And in return, they help me to achieve my goals. But I'm thinking about them first. I don't go in with, hey, this is what I want. I think that I could help with X, Y, Z, because that's a really fast track and a dead giveaway to any intelligent people that you're making this about you. So really think about that when you're networking, like when you're creating value with others, it's not about what you think that they want. It's about what they actually want. You know, if ever I want to do business with somebody, the first thing that I do is I start adding value to them first up front. Now, sometimes I get nothing back in return, but that's the risk that you take. I've got another friend of mine who this guy is one of the world's biggest branding moguls. And for him, I tried to get in contact with him multiple times, couldn't get in contact. And I said, hey, look, I know that you live around this area. And I said, look, I would love to catch up. It's my shout for dinner, but I also know you love wine. 
what I'm more than happy to pay for whatever bottle of wine that you like, and I would love to taste it, and I would love you know for you to let me know why that is your favorite wine and what you love about it, because I would love to you know share that experience with you. And anyway, I get a message back, and he said, "Cool, I'll be there at this time. This is the times that I have available." And I think it was only like an hour window from memory or something like that. Ended up buying a steak, got a bottle of wine, enjoyed it with him, and, and then we became good friends. Because it wasn't always about business. Sometimes it's about the relationship. Sometimes people are enthusiastic by having a young person that they can share information with and pass intelligent information on. So you just really have to think about the person's value system. In an intimate relationship, same thing. I know that Jess's values are different than mine. If I'm going to do something for Jess, Jess loves having experiences and doing activities and things like that, whereas I'm not so much like that. When we go traveling, she wants to go skydiving and bungee jumping and all that stuff. I'm happy to go with her, but that's not my thing. That's not what I enjoy most. I enjoy learning. So she will come with me to certain places where I get to learn, and I will go to places where she goes and has these crazy experiences. Sometimes I have them with her, like you know, I did bungee jumping and did the canyon swing and stuff like that with her. They're not my highest values. They're not my values. They're her values. So I know in order to have a great relationship, I've got to add value to her values in order for the relationship to work. And then we communicate open effectively about how we can do that together, how we can have these experiences together. We both love travel. So we travel. Jess will want to go and travel for experiences. I want to travel to learn. I want to travel to do business or connect with people. So we sort of have similar values, but they're not the same. But it really comes down to fair and equitable value exchange. Now, relationships that work over a long period of time do so because there is fair and equitable value exchange. If you're always just taking, 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 or you're giving and saying, but I give you X, Y, Z, they might not give a shit. Only recently, there was a couple that I worked with. You know, the husband said to me, yeah, but I provide all the money and I give you everything you want. And I stopped him and I said, you give her everything that you want, not that she wants. When you say, I give you everything that you want, you have a high value of wealth creation. So therefore, you work extremely hard in your business and you make a lot of money. Now, when she goes out and spends some money, you say, well, I did that because, you know, that's all the hard work that I put in. Now, maybe she might not be rewarding you for that in a way, but you come home and say, I give her everything. You give her everything except the thing that she wants. She doesn't want the money. She wants to spend time with you. She wants to spend time together as a family. She doesn't want you working 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And she doesn't want you on weekends thinking about work and being distracted when you're with family. She wants you to be present with the family because that's how she perceives value. And the relationship was in trouble because she felt like she wasn't getting her values met and he felt that she was ungrateful for the money that he provides to her. They just had a poor communication. They had poor communication. They had a lack of clarity. They weren't clear on what they were both trying to accomplish together. And so because of that, the relationship's now starting to fall apart. So, you know, one of my suggestions was make sure you get a ticket to Thrive Time. Come along because you'll understand your values. You'll have your individual success maps and then you'll have clarity. You'll also be setting a standard of the life that you expect. Then you can come together, communicate about it effectively and bang, now the relationship works. You're adding value to each other because you understand that the other person has a completely different set of values or structures. Without that, what was happening was both parties were projecting onto each other what they wanted and they expected the other one to fit into their values. But all it did was it created resentment and it pissed the other one off. Not a good idea. Anyway, Driven Mofos, I hope that helps. Remember, giving value first is the key, but make sure it is within the other person's values, not your values. Because you might think I'm giving to them, 
but they don't perceive that you're giving to them because it's not in their value structure. Have a great day, Driven Mofos. Keep kicking ass. And remember, sharing's caring. Share this episode. If you're loving it, share it with your friends, share it with your family. Let's get this podcast into the top 10 podcasts this year. All right, let's rock and roll, everybody. Have a great day.